Hi all, hi Athena, and welcome to the third episode of the Sunday Vibe Reset. How has life been in uh, as we approach the end of lockdown now? Hi Alex, um, it's been going pretty well. What about you? What have you been up to? This has actually been one of the uh, one of the better weeks that we've had recently. We've had a few events going on. We've had a house birthday, which is uh, quite quite nice, you know. And now we appear to have got into the Christmas spirit. We've got decorations up. Um, I walked downstairs this morning, could hear Christmas music. It's quite <laughs> quite a surreal experience. It's like something had changed. Was it Christmas music or was it, you know, only all I want for Christmas is you? We had quite a variety. I realised that I don't actually know all of the Christmas music. I thought, like, you feel that you grow up with all of this stuff. Um, should be very, very familiar. Uh, there are some new ones. I'd never heard half of this before. Some pretty rogue choices. And I don't know if it's my housemates uh, being weird or if I've missed out on something. But yeah, definitely some new ones in there. Wasn't sure how I felt about that. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> so as I said, we're um, not too far away from the end of lockdown. I don't think it's too unreasonable to start thinking about what we're going to be doing once we're back outside and I hear that you have a few plans, there's a few things that you want to do and you've actually been making a list of this. Do you want to tell Indeed. us a bit more about <laughs> Indeed. Um, so what I've been doing is using Google Maps, um, writing down every place I want to visit in a need to try list. Uh, I've got over 130 places uh, between my home city and Bath and um, yeah, can't wait to try this out with friends. Yeah, I'm going to have to go out for a few meals with you because I, I, I just can't stand the idea that after all of this, we're going to, you know, go back outside and say, where do you want to go? And does someone just reply, I don't mind, you choose. I, you've got a list, you know. <laughs> well, then it's going to be like, which one are we picking from the list? Ooh, oh, I don't know, you choose. This sounds like uh, the perfect time for a bit of... Uh, random name generator yeah i'm sure we'll find a way to pick it to pick something up and well i've got i've got such a large variety of places i want to get it's not only restaurants it's also like bars and coffee shops and places i want to visit and i'm starting to also um write down walks i want to do on strava so <laughs> <laughs> i've been keeping busy dreaming about the outside um yeah. and talking about food uh, I want to start this show with a few of the records I have today for you, Alex. Oh um, yeah, back to the records in Guinness World Record. Guinness World Record Day was this week. Uh, so I'm hoping you've got some excellent ones to tell me about now. Well, I'm going to start with one of my favourite ones. And she's from the UK as well. Uh, Lee Shukkever, uh is a competitive eater. And she has the record for the most chicken nuggets eaten in three minutes can you guess in grams how many chicken nuggets she has eaten in three minutes three minutes i reckon you could have a kilo and a half of chicken nuggets can you eat it though a kilo and a half in three minutes yeah yeah well, i could do that no problem no okay because because <laughs> she, she did 775 grams which is still very impressive it's very, very impressive, but if you're going to dedicate your life to getting good at eating chicken nuggets, I expect more. I reckon I can 
Hmm. I, I'm I'm weirdly tempted now. You might have got me on having to do something. <laughs> Alex, you have already decided to just slot it down to, you know, bring Snake back to the world and to I'm learn getting French. Rather good at Snake now. <laughs> to learn French, to finish Netflix, and to run five kilometers a day. <laughs> well, and... we can discount that one. That's just not happened. <laughs> And you've also decided to grow a moustache. Are you really sure you want to add some competitive chicken nuggets to this? <laughs> yeah. Um, I've heard a perfect thing about November this year is that when I leave the house, I wear a mask and no one has to see it. <laughs> um, another record from this same competitive eater is the fastest time to eat 15 Ferrero Rocher. Can you guess? Time to eat 15 Ferrero Rocher. I always find that quite slow they're not something you can stuff down oh i reckon it's going to be less than one a second i'm going to go with sort of 20 20 seconds to eat 15 forever washing it's two minutes and 1.7 seconds that's not a record <laughs> not gonna lie athena i these are good records but i'm very let down by the uh by the standard of the people doing them Please take over. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> no, but like, I mean, feel really? free to train and call the Guinness record people and just be like, hello, I can beat this. Yeah, I mean, surely, I mean, people get so good at like downing pints and things. I'd have thought if you practiced eating Ferrero Rocher, you could, you know, slide down your gullet. <laughs> I'd like to apologize for saying that. Oh, um, Moving on from Alex's peculiar vocabulary, um, how old do you think the oldest living penguin in captivity is, knowing that he's called Older the Penguin? I reckon penguins, been maybe 15. 41 years. <laughs> how am I meant to get that? Why am I meant to know about penguins? Well, now you do. Okay, yeah, I guess this has been educational in some sense. I have um, another bird that I think has made an incredible achievement. And it's the world's fattest power, which has been named New Zealand Bird of the Year. And at first I was like, well, that's pretty impressive. And I'd like to apologise for the pronunciation, but the kakapo, uh, world's heaviest power. Incredible. Bird of the year. You can achieve anything. Mad. But then I thought, <laughs> New Zealand bird of the year. New Zealand has the kiwi as its bird. <laughs> and somehow this power has managed to beat the kiwi. But not only that, the kakapo has been named New Zealand's bird of the year two years running. What are kiwis doing? This is like, <laughs> this was in the bag for them. This is another flightless, somehow fatter and more pointless bird has beat them to be their own country's bird of the year, twice. <laughs> so, yeah, just very impressive from the Kakapo. Excellent, excellent work. I've made a little bit of a switch this week. Instead of finding, you know, good news from the conventional news sources, I've gone back to my youth and the news source that I'm using is Newsround. So... I'm very What's aware that? that you won't be aware of Newsround. Um, however, it's a children's TV show. Uh, it's on CBBC. And it's just, you know, news aimed at children, which therefore means it's a lot, a lot happier. So instead of having the usual depressing news headlines, 
I'm getting stuff like, don't buy pets on social media, charities say. That's fine. I can do that. I've never done that. I can feel good about myself again. How has Ratatouille become a TikTok sensation? Suddenly, a lot better. However, the one that really stood out to me this week, and this sort of continues our trend of entirely pointless applications for very advanced technology. So first week we had Robot Dolphin, which could replace dolphins in marine parks. Stupid idea. Very nice, though. In, <laughs> in week two, we had the Japanese monster wolf robots, which are the two in the bears. thought that was a much better use. But yeah, finally, it's so weird. But finally, we found a use for AI, which is Meow Talk, the app that translates your cat's meows. <laughs> so someone who used to work for Amazon... He worked for Alexa, like he clearly <laughs> knows what he's doing, has decided he's going to leave and dedicate himself to making a, an app to tell you what your cat's trying to say. Now, think what you want. I'm not sure how I feel about this. Do I believe it? But the promo pic I'm just going to describe to you is a very angry looking shouty cat and a man holding the phone up to the cat. And on the screen, it's a picture of his cat saying, Please feed me. <laughs> like, is is this something that we believe? Can we trust this man? Or has he just made an app that will generate a bit of text whenever it hears a cat-like noise? Like, that's the thing. Like, wouldn't just cats like ask for food and to be left alone? Well, that's the thing. Is he so they've developed 13 phrases that they think the cat might say, but cats only say, give me food go away. There aren't 13 phrases in the cat vocabulary. I'm not even sure how to react to this, but... Um... I, I'm, I'm still getting my head around this. I can't work out if this is more or less pointless than the robot dolphin. Well, I'm sure people will buy it still. <laughs> yeah, people buy anything. <laughs> yeah, especially when they're bored in lockdown. I can see that becoming a success in the United people States. People are spending a lot of time with their cats. People will get curious. Yeah, this will end up all over TikTok. Yeah. Oh, that's all we need now, isn't it? More cat videos. People <laughs> thinking that their cats are talking to them now. <laughs> um, talking about cats, I've got other records. Uh, how long do you think the longest domestic cat ever was, knowing that he was called Varival? You've asked me a lot of questions. Uh, and now we've got to the question, how long is a cat? The, the longest cat ever. The longest cat. Is it stretched out? I'm guessing you couldn't get a cat above a metre and a half. He was a metre 20, which I feel oh, quite weird about. That's the closest I've been on any of these. I'm really bad at this game. Uh, and this news makes me feel weird because a cat was two-thirds of my height and I'm not sure if that's... That's a horrible statistic. How long do you think were the longest cat whiskers from a cat named Missy? Ten centimetres. P please don't say it was longer, that would scare me. Nineteen centimetres. I'm going to try and describe what I'm looking at here. So Athena showed me a picture of this cat. Stunning. 
how, how can a cat with such long hair work? Um, it's sort of slightly disconcerting. Oh, do you know what that reminds me of? What's his name? Dumbledore? No, not Dumbledore. <laughs> the Lorax. Oh. <laughs> yeah, the, this cat reminds me of the Lorax. <laughs> That's a fair enough comparison. Uh, now, Alex, I know you miss, you know, going to parties and stuff. Um, of course. <laughs> but Mr. Cherry from Japan has gathered this week four records that I believe could be all happening in one of your parties once you're allowed to host them again. Lovely, lovely. Okay, let's hear about this, man. Well, how many wet t-shirts do you reckon one can put on in one minute? Oh, it's that sort of party, is it? <laughs> I'm going to go with 46. 13. 13? 13. 13. Why is everyone so bad this week? <laughs> and it's one minute. Yeah. I assume there's like someone getting them ready for him and things. No, I think it's just on him. I'm really doing much worse this week than I have in the previous one. (laughs) Um, What do you think is the fastest time to apply 10 surgical masks? Well, at least we finally found some um, apt records, you know, relevant to the modern day. I'm just trying to mime it myself now. I reckon you could do that in seven seconds. 12.5. Again, what are these people doing? These people don't deserve to get records. (laughs) These are so unimpressive. (laughs) Feel free to beat them. Yeah. Um, We'll have to have a day where I just, you know, get all of the records. (laughs) Uh, What do you think is the fastest time to remove five Jenga blocks with a party blower in your nose? Could you please repeat the question? What do you think is the fastest time it took Mr. Cherry from Japan to remove five Jenga blocks with a party blower in his nose? There's a lot to think about here. Wow. Um, 15 seconds. 46.96 seconds. I mean, I appreciate this man has now achieved quite a few admittedly very niche records but could he have maybe not done that i think that would be just as impressive (laughs) i'm really whatever this last one is it's going to have to really pull it out of the bag for me i i'm not admiring this man yet oh it's the most awful one yet Um, (laughs) how many nuts do you think one can crush by sitting down in one minute What I like is the fact that he clearly wanted to do this one. This was his his goal, and he just did the others on the side. <laughs> I reckon he's a true professional at this. He's got a minute. He's got to sit on some nuts. 30. I reckon he could do 30. 122. What? <laughs> See what I mean, though? He clearly wanted to do this one. It's so obvious. He's practised this. He knows what he's doing. He's got a method. And then he just, you know... On the day, he was like, why don't I try and do most surgical masks? Or whatever it was. Like, this is what he believes in. Uh, How many toilet paper rolls do you think one can balance on one's head? So, Is this what everyone's been stockpiling toilet roll for? Is this what they're doing? 
They were just trying to set records. Everyone thought they were, yeah, building up a palm. Yeah. <laughs> Seven. It's 56. I, I'm getting worse. I really can't do this. How people are much too good at things they shouldn't be able to do and also not very good at, well, to be honest, other things they shouldn't be able to do either. How many pool balls do you reckon one can hold in one hand? So, looking at my hand, I reckon you could get 12. 16. That's quite impressive. Someone has big hands. And the same guy who is Rocco Mercurio from Italy has also the record for the most poker chips balanced on one finger. How many do you think that was? Most poker chips balanced on one finger. 22. 200. I like this guy. He's very <laughs> impressive. The issue is, I bet, I bet this is his main source of conversation. He definitely, whenever he's at a pool table, goes, bet I can balance 16 of those in my hand. What do you think was the heaviest weight lifted with little fingers? Because I know you've been missing the gym. Mm, yeah, and this well, was... we've got to work out at home, maybe. And wait, those wait. little finger exercises, they don't happen enough. You need to do it. Just before you answer that, so that I give you more elements. This is a guy from Canada who has won a bronze medal in the Commonwealth Games. Yeah. Wow, an actual athlete has done this. Um, little finger, very, very weak little finger. Uh, anyone who's played piano, tell you, difficult. I reckon you can get, I don't want to say any more than 20 kilos. It's more. More, 50 kilos. 105. 105? <laughs> wow. <laughs> This makes up for all of the other very unimpressive ones. I mean, 105 kilos on your little finger. I don't even want to think about that. That would be horrible. Keep going. What's next? It's our last record of the day. Um, last record of the day. Wow. The ultimate record. This better be impressive. It is one I of my... One. It is one of my favourite ones because um, Zayla Avantgarde is only 14 years old. Okay. And she has the record for the most basketball bounces achieved in 30 seconds with four basketballs at 14 Seriously, years old. Just, just to get any, I think it's quite impressive for this. So all of these adults that we've been talking about who have been achieving so little, really showing up by the 14 year old at the end here. <laughs> uh, so four basketballs, you're going to get a lot of bounces because you can't do it slowly, really. But it's you in 30 seconds. 120. Final answer. You sure? Yeah. 307. Wow. I mean, at least that's like an actual skill that she can transfer to, you know, playing basketball. Yeah, finally. I'm glad we ended on one that actually is quite impressive. I was a bit worried in the middle there. So, now that we've got the great festival of... <laughs> Guinness World Record Day out of the way, can start looking forward to the next big thing, Christmas. As I said, we have we have our decorations up now. We're starting starting Christmas a little early um, because we're all going to be going home so early this year. Uh, we just want to get a bit of time, you know, doing Christmas with our house. 
So, the first thing that you get for Christmas, the advent calendar. And there are a few pretty good ones out and about these days. Perfect advent calendar for any dad out there. You know, it's really hard buying my dad gifts. I never know what to get him until now because we have the perfect advent calendar for any dad. Screwdriver advent calendar. <laughs> <laughs> On day one, you get the handle and every, every subsequent day, you can get a new nib <laughs> in a slightly different, different shape of screw. Perfect. <laughs> Someone invented this. Someone had this idea. They stuck with it, they made it, and hats off to them. Screwdriver tool advent calendar. Perfect. Can I talk about my favourite advent calendar that I've seen? Tell me more. What have you seen? So it's about the Frenchiest thing you've heard of, but it's a cheese advent calendar. Oh, keep talking, keep talking. <laughs> Every day, a different bit of cheese. Do the cheeses get better as they go along, or is it a bit of a lottery? Do you just get, um, you know, Surprise cheese. It's kind of surprise cheese. And in total, you've got one kilo and 200 grams of cheese over 24 days. I would love oh, a kilo of cheese. <laughs> I, I have no words. I, I just love it. love it. Kilo of cheese in a month. I don't know. Maybe I can get through more than a kilo of cheese in a month if I, if I believe in myself. But there's no better way than to start your day, bit of cheese, and then use your screwdriver to tighten up all of the loose bits of furniture. Best way to start your day, Brewdog advent calendar. So Brewdog, everyone's favourite carbon negative beer, you know, brewer, have released an advent calendar, beer a day. 24 different beers. Um, can you imagine waking up, go downstairs, you open the door with your advent calendar, you have a beer. It's 8.30 in the morning. <laughs> it's an unflawed, unflawed plan. Perfect. Genius. I found one that's even worse than that alcohol-wise. It's um, a it's a rum advent calendar. 24 ooh. days of rum. Very Christmassy, I'd, I'd say. Indeed. And Anything it comes nice. with two glasses in which to drink the rum. Mm. And the fun can never stop because... Back with Brewdog, they've released 12 gins of Christmas. So you have your your 24 beers and rums, as well as screwdriver and cheese. Christmas Day, you know, that's the recovery day. And then you can continue that with the 12 gins of Christmas, also coming from Brewdog. So you've got 24 days of beer and rum, followed by 12 gins. It's a perfect system. So... I'm in a good state of mind there, Athena. Why have you got to uh, to keep this joy going until we can start start on our cheeses and beers and rums and what else we can have in an advent calendar? I've got some good news, like every week. Uh, most of them are still from the Happy Broadcast on Instagram, which is a lovely page. So my first news of the day is that Bentley cars will stop making petrol cars by 2030 and go fully electric. Seems like a sensible move. In Britain, it's uh, they're aiming to go petrol free in cars by uh, by 2030. So, you know, it's the way 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 we're going. It'll be uh, exciting. One day, you might get first electric car. Nah, <laughs> never going to be able to get a car. <laughs> <laughs> 
We have also got villagers in Sri Lanka who broke a coronavirus curfew to rescue and return more than 100 whales to sea after a mass beaching. Oh, delightful. Good reason to uh, get, out, get out of your lockdown. I'd back that. Have you uh, heard the story of the whale that washed up in, I believe it was Italy, but it could not have been. And the mayor, he uh, he thought, we have to get rid of this whale. It was, it was already dead. Like they had to get rid of it. And they were like, there's no way we can sort of dispose of this massive whale, um, which has washed up on our beach. He thought, I'm going to have to blow it up. What? Straight away, you're thinking, okay, he's going to blow up a whale. <laughs> Whatever floats your boat. So he goes to the army and he consults the army bloke. Uh, he says, how much explosive will I need to destroy this whale? The army man comes back with, you know, a number. He knows how much Semtex you need to do to do this sort of thing. That's his job. The mayor, he thinks, no, this uh, this isn't enough for me. I, I'm an expert in explosives, obviously has no experience. Thinks, I reckon uh, I'm going to need at least 10 times as much explosive as the explosive expert has said I'll need. Goes down, goes down to uh, the whale. They pile in 10 times the amount of explosive need to destroy this whale. Because the idea is you just destroy it enough that the whale breaks up into little pieces and um, then the birds can just eat it and take it away. And it's all like contained. You haven't lost the whale really. Um, so he goes down puts this 10 times amount of explosive in. All of the uh, villagers, they gather around because this is exciting. I mean, you've never no. seen a no. whale exploded before. Yeah, no, fair enough. <laughs> it's building up to the event. They uh, they start, pushes down a lever, explosion goes off. And the, the quote that describes this best is, it was raining whale. <laughs> Apparently, all of the villagers just covered in like little bits of many day old large fish. And, you know, however bad life is getting in, inside, I think uh, at least I'm not covered in old whale. <laughs> it's <just> a <laughs> wonderful story, though. <laughs> all right, um, keep going. There's a French clothing shop that's called Jules. Yeah. who has decided to recycle clothes into bricks. And since they have started this initiative, they made over 42,000 bricks from over 12 tons of recycled clothes. Oh, that's cracking. Clothes into bricks. I would like, I'm not sure how I'd feel though if I lived in a house and I knew it was like someone's old vest and underwear. They wouldn't tell you, I guess. But apparently they're very effective <laughs> yeah, construction material. Yeah. Oh, I back that. I'd like the idea of building a house out of, uh, out of old clothes. Um, the French national rugby, who couldn't play against the Fiji team as three of their opponent team members were tested positive to coronavirus, donated the 400 meals which were planned for the Fiji team and staff, as well as the media covering the game to a food bank. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, get rid of a bit of that waste. It's lovely. Um, yeah, food banks probably not having a great time at the moment, so it's really good that there's uh, yeah people like that. Yeah, 
doing the extra little bit there. Um, in the world first, a Swedish shop brand opened a grocery store where products are priced on their climate impact. So the more CO2 they emit, the higher the price. That's pretty good. Yeah, it makes sense that we're, we price stuff on the impact it has as opposed to, um, you know, the standard way of just seeing how much it costs the individual. It's quite nice because it's sort of money that you'd spend anyway in the long run. Um, just brought forwards a bit. Quite innovative, okay. that. I can see that catching on. Arsenal becomes the first Premier League to join the United Nations Climate Action Plan which includes oh, yeah. promoting sustainability to their fans. And they have already implemented several green schemes in the past, such as their home ground, the Emirates Stadium, which mm. uses energy-saving LED lighting and saves 20,000 single-use plastic cups per game through a reusable cup scheme. That's excellent, yeah, because you can see that Arsenal will have a pretty big impact on a lot of people, quite a popular club. A lot of good climate news this week. Don't always have that. Wonderful. <laughs> and final, final good news of the of the day, which was actually a record, but I thought it would be best fit in news. It's that uh, we now have a new oldest person to paraglide in a male tandem, and it was a Japanese man who used to like go on walk with his family and admire paragliders and mm. at the age of 105 years old he finally got to be a paraglider himself oh delightful yeah because everyone always goes for you know skydiving is the thing they take up i reckon paragliding is cooler i think it'd yeah, be yeah you get to enjoy it more i'd like to be this guy <laughs> yeah I, I can just wait a few years there's no rush yeah procrastinate on that as well that's all the news i have for today yeah that was pretty delightful thanks athena uh, <laughs> i've learned i've learned some rather nice things this week we've got plenty to uh to look back on that's a pretty lovely note to end on uh got any more for us athena yeah so you might remember how uh last week we we're talking about recording ourselves while working inside of the house during lockdown to the kettle and back and my, my tea consumption has gone through the roof i'm doing bits for pg tips well um my friend has actually done this during the first lockdown and i think she should deserve a goodness word record for this because in eight hours she has done three kilometers and 200 meters to the kettle and back to her desk in one day well there you go there's no excuse that's exercise enough for me all right. I'll see you next week then. Thank you so much for listening to the third episode of the Sunday Vibe Reset. We hope you have enjoyed listening to it as much as we enjoyed making it. And you'll hear from us next week.